Welcome to the New Mercies Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Caldwell. This is episode number 209, and today we find ourselves in the book of 2 Kings. As you know, right now we're in a series looking through books in the Old Testament. We're taking an episode, looking at a book in the Old Testament, and talking about what's in there. We are looking at it from a 30,000-foot view. What is this book about? Yesterday we talked about 1 Kings. 1 Kings is pretty simple and straightforward. It goes from the reign of King Solomon all the way down to the prophet Elijah and his ministry. In the book of 2 Kings, it starts with Elijah, but then in 2 Kings chapter 2, we see Elijah is taken to heaven, he is raptured out, he's gone, and then we see his successor, Elisha. Now, that's the two prophets that these books kind of hinge on in between the two books, but what is difficult about 2 Kings, in fact, a little side note just to be honest with you, This is the fifth time I've recorded this episode because I keep giving too much information. I'm just supposed to keep this as a survey. So with that disclaimer in mind, I'm going to keep this very to the point. In 1 Kings and in the episode yesterday, we talked about the split, the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom. We talked about the kingdom of Israel, the north, the kingdom of Judah in the south, and how those two kingdoms were created after Solomon died. So now we have kings within these different kingdoms. The kings of the northern kingdoms were typically bad, some of the worst kings ever. The kings of the south or the southern kingdom, the kingdom of Judah, were some good kings and some bad kings. The southern kingdom, we know, still kept with the throne of David. So we know that eventually the Messiah would come out of the line from the southern kingdom. So that's just a piece of information. Now, what we did talk about yesterday was that this is a historical account of these different kings and what happened within these kingdoms. What you need to know about 2 Kings, this is the majority of the kings that we're going to see in the history books. You will also see a lot of prophets. These prophets, most of them having their own book named after them in the Old Testament, some like Isaiah, some like Jeremiah, some like Jonah and Amos, also Obadiah and Habakkuk, Nahum. We have those books in the Old Testament. Those were living within the ages of the kings. So what's happening in 2 Kings gives us historical time frames as to when the prophets were alive and their ministry was going on. So that's important to know. So you'll read, as you read through 2 Kings, which, by the way, is full of incredible things, We see things like a floating axe head. We see things like resurrection. We see things like famine, and we see food showing up. Miracle after miracle. Wild things going on in 2 Kings. We also see the northern kingdom and how they just continue to fall further and further away from God and his plan. They end up getting defeated and dispersed by the Assyrians who took them over who took over their main region of Samaria. We also see that Judah, the southern kingdom, they had a lot of kings who were good. They had some kings that were bad. Those good kings tried to reform the nation, tried to put them back to God. Even when Hezekiah was in, him and Isaiah were ministering and leading at the same time. And we got to see God do amazing things. Hezekiah prays. Isaiah prophesies and God moves. I mean, it is amazing. God was just right in the middle of all of their ministry. And as we see that great revival coming out, we see it doesn't take too long for Judah to fall back into sin and faithlessness. So what we see with Judah is their sins end up being punished by the Babylonians that came in, took over, 
fall of Jerusalem happens and the people were exiled to Babylon for 70 years, just like Jeremiah prophesied in Jeremiah chapter 29. But as I said, he was ministering during this time found in 2 Kings. The one thing to take away from this book is this. God is faithful to his covenant. Despite all of the people's failures and sins and their unfaithfulness, their rejection of God as their ultimate authority, God is still faithful because God doesn't go back on his word. God said he was going to do this and he's going to do it. That's what we can take away from 2 Kings. I encourage you to go and read through it. It is awesome. It's just 25 chapters of moment after moment, king after king. One of the things to note as you're reading through this book, though, you will see the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom, Israel and Judah, those historical accounts interchange with one another. So it's one after the other after the other. And so they're kind of woven in. So you got to take a little bit of time to make sure you're reading the right place and what's going on in the right kingdom so that you have a better understanding of where all of this fits together. I encourage you to go read Second Kings. It is full of excitement. It's full of struggle. It's full of God being faithful to the very end. That is what we need to know today. God is faithful. 